Let's just jump into it. No, shouldn't we? Um, I'm getting practiced. Why? Because uh, the video version, because um, I recorded a couple days ago, uh, the video glitched and, you know, the new system was just not working. Um, and, you know, things change. We got to do some trial, some error. Neighbors are walking around. Don't mind me. Um, and if you hear any mouth sounds, I am drinking coffee. I'm sorry. I need it. I am fresh off a workout. And, you know, none of us are perfect. Um, I was listening to my controversial hype song. Uh, and... You know, uh, you ever realize that, like, how how problematic things that you used to like, um, because, um, <laughs> uh, like, oh my god, I liked such problematic things. I think I may have touched on this before, but, like, in a nostalgic rather than a reflective base, because, like... Um, you can only explain so many times how problematic life was, uh, and how normalized it was to be problematic, um, before, like, 2012, like, the edgelord humor pretty much was, uh, soaked in to any media that we had, and it's just like, oh no. I, I can't like anything from from back then. Like, I literally, I listen to it now, and I'm like, oh, this has some connotations. And you know what? I think uh, that's good. I think it's good that we grow that way. Um, but there's some things that are just too fucking catchy. Too fucking catchy. And you just, you, you gotta let it be. Because it's not like... It isn't problematic. For example, uh, my hype song is a an old Bo Burnham song. And while he does not say anything that is um, cancelable, I do kind of wish people would cancel my man. Because listen, do not get me wrong. I love, I love Bo Burnham, and I love his comedy, and I love, like, the commentary he makes. Um, like, I would, I would go on a level to be, like, um, listening to him and, uh, Donald Glover, like, just discuss media, I feel like, oh, uh, that, like, like, something about, like, um, not like proactive. That's not the word I'm looking for. But like, um, like dudes who are actually uh, willing to confront biases and like make it um, a little meta, like comedy a little meta. I find that like appeals to me because I, I get very in my head. And, um, 
from what I've seen, so did they. So, <laughs> so it, it tracks, you know. Um, but this old Bo Burnham song, while he says nothing cancelable, I think we can all think of one or two jokes this man has made in the past that are like, icky. Um, and as anyone who grew up with the internet knows, um, if you are like, I'd say probably like 35 to like 22, you've probably, uh, been in the trenches of, uh, early problematic internet and, um, Sometimes you said some shitty stuff and you made some shitty jokes. And, like, while he does kind of, like, touch on that, it's also a bit of a, like, once again, meta commentary um, of, like, problematic. Uh, no one really, like, calling him out on his shit because it's comedy. It's comedy. It's supposed to be funny. Um, anyway. <laughs> I was listening to that song and it was fucking oh it gets me so hype it gets me so hype i'm like gets me going it's provocative um but it's also like um it's like um recognizing growth i think is also important because i'm like you would not would not make these jokes now would you you wouldn't do it you wouldn't do it and um while i can feel a small amount of like pride that like a man has grown has maybe changed at least in the public eye once again don't know him could be a fucking asshole but i'm like um at least he's uh, aware of his public image and um trying to trying to mitigate uh what those what those jokes look like um in 2023 in god's year um <laughs> i always say it's like in the lord's year of 2023 or in god's year of uh 2023 the thing is i don't believe in either so like don't take my word for it and take everything I say with a grain of salt. Oh, um, but maybe I should intro the pod seven minutes in. Uh, thank you for tuning in. I, I can't say again because once again, um, uh, these don't get a lot of views, a lot of listens. So like, who knows what audience I'm tapping into right now? Uh, you very well could be tuning in for the first time. Or you could be my two friends who listen to this. <laughs> Thank you for my um, support group. Uh, you've done great things for me. I appreciate your love, your support, and your uh, never-ending patience. That being said, I do not have um, never-ending patience. Um, so thank you for listening to, uh, what did I name this? This is unfortunate. 
the podcast where we talk about things that are unfortunate and also things that are not so much unfortunate. Basically, whatever I want to talk about, I'm going to talk about. Uh, we need a little bit of a ringier intro. We need to work on that. We, um, the royal we, aka me and my cat. There's so much happening. Um, anyways, um, I thought maybe I would talk today about um a little queer stuff i i feel like we've um gotten to the place we've gotten to the place that i'm comfy i want to talk about being gay um and like okay let's off the top not even 10 minutes in. We're really bringing out the hard guns. Um, off the top, I would say I am queer. Uh, sometimes gay is a fun label that I like to use for myself. It really depends on the day. Why? Because um, I, I would like to think that I like um, any and all attention, but in a gay way. Everyone's just like, okay, great for you, happy. Um, but like, cause raised female. Wow, they're really loud today. Sorry, my my neighbors are up to stuff upstairs, so uh, we're just gonna do the best we can and I'm not gonna get distracted absolutely I am though um but like being raised uh a specific gender means that that comes with a whole lot of like expectations right like um I have been asked every single time I see family if I am dating anyone um and maybe maybe they've caught on to the hint that like I am queer as a three dollar bill and um maybe asking me is counterproductive because I don't want to share things uh with people who just be asking me that for no reason um and it also might have to do with the fact that I am tattooed and um, a couple of them at least are queer themed. Um, and like once I quote unquote transitioned, it was like not not so much like controversial I wouldn't say like anybody really um got up in arms about it 
like at most my dad was like oh i'm not made for the year uh 2020 and i was just like okay well you're being fucking dramatic first off you're a man you're so dramatic i've never met a more dramatic man um well besides myself (laughs) runs in the family i guess but i'm like first off no one's asking anything of you um and at the time i didn't mention like anything queer related but my mom like immediately after i told her i was going on hormones was like oh so like do you like uh boys still do you like boys for those of you listening uh i'm making a questioning face um and i just kind of was like uh i like the same things i i did before and you know what big cop-out answer big cop-out answer um, if you ever met a person who uh, feels a little uncomfortable with you and they give you that kind of answer, <laughs> it's a little hint. Um, no, but at the time I was like, bro, don't fucking ask me that. I've got enough shit going on. <laughs> and, you know, at the time I did have shit going on i was figuring it out i was also uh dealing with pain um but that aside i have always been a little sparkly a little a little different people would add um like not only have i felt like a strange person forever also i'm so cold I should have put on a sweater, but, um, like, I've always kind of felt strange, kind of felt different, um, like, as a kid, I was very, I think I was tomboyish, um, from the little memories I have of childhood, you know, um, and... I, uh, sorry, I'm checking my phone, which I shouldn't be. Uh, it's on Do Not Disturb now, so it's... So I can focus. I can focus. Anyway, um, but, like, from my very few memories, I do remember, like, I preferred pants. I preferred baggy sweaters. I wonder what that was about. I really wonder what that was about. Hmm. Um, <laughs> and like, sure, like some dresses I liked, some skirts I liked, but it wasn't like, oh, like, I need like, um, everything to be like super girly. Like I was always wanting something that was like, what would be called androgynous now um (laughs) but the closest i would get to that is like buying a very large uh sweater 
and then like wearing yoga pants 900 days out of the year and boy let me tell you it made me it made me look gay <laughs> like i i remember in elementary school um not only was my principal convinced that i was possessed by the devil yes you heard that right um but like everyone i was friend cuz i was mostly friends with um like one group of girls and then like a lot of the guys in my grade turns out i loved all of them (laughs) i was like (laughs) i was um (laughs) borderline obsessed with um any guys who were my friends um so if if you knew me in elementary school just know i i did have i did have an obsession (laughs) but um like while i had popular friends um in my grade i was the one who like got made fun of because uh fun fact if you're the fat kid no matter if you quote unquote have friends or not oh you are getting hit left and right right like you are i i would probably argue that like that probably still goes on fat shaming hasn't fucking stopped ever <laughs> that's like the one group that is like okay like we uh yeah like body positivity exists now but fat people have always exists and uh we're still fielding hate comments you know and it sucks but, like, at the time, it was just like, oh, uh, you're fat, you're funny, you don't like to dress like the other girls. You're different. I was one of the boys. <laughs> Finally. And that was, that was like, all I ever wanted. Like, um, all those uh, pick-me-girls, girls, I was one of them. Um, you want to know why? Because truth is, I was a pick-me-boy. I was I was gay. I was so gay. I was like, oh, just, uh, maybe he could love me, uh, but I'm also a little weird. And uh, you know, I got teased a lot. <laughs> got teased a lot for uh, wearing all black. Teased for liking um, all my friends, all of them. Uh, and from what I remember, once again, uh, we're working off memories, right? Not that solid. Um, there was one girl who I think, think, quote unquote, uh, was obsessed with me, watched me sleep once, uh, during an after school nap. I only know this because I was not asleep. Um, but you know, I, I had a bunch of experiences that I was like, okay, maybe, maybe we're a little bit, 
little bit of the limp wrist variety um which was like arguably not cool to uh the elementary school staff uh, it was a catholic elementary school so hear me out they were not the most accepting of uh anything that seemed queer or like not controllable I think that might have to do with the devil possession uh, claims to my name. But, you know, maybe maybe the devil did sneak in once or two. Uh, once or two. Once or twice. Anyway. But, like, looking different, feeling different. That was, like, it was a time. Uh, and then I got to high school. Turns out I was gay a big gay a rainbow fruit big fruit um yeah organized my first kiss because i i was like i've always had this thought that i was like okay no you're gonna die alone <laughs> we all die alone but like you're gonna die alone especially oh you're so different um and, like, I feel like that's probably relatable to a lot of people. But, oh my god. When I... When I tell you that, uh, I think it was, like, 16. I was like, if I don't, ha like, get my first kiss by 16. I'll just... My whole life is gonna fall to pieces. And no one will love me ever. And, you know, that felt real. And uh, kudos to me for uh, <laughs> going to the lengths that I really did. And shout out uh, to the, my best friend who, you know, <laughs> helped me through such a difficult time. A.K.A. Uh, me being gay as fuck and not knowing what to do about it. So, um, yeah, basically fell in love with my best friend. Like every fucking gay girl ever. Um... And I was just like, oh, cool. So I'm bi. And I remember coming out to like two, two of my like good friends who were straight. I would argue ah! some malfunctions. Sorry, the microphone just dropped everybody. Um... But I would argue that, like, some of the straightest people I know, really, they really love men. Um, but I, like, <laughs> I called them over to, like, hang out. And I sat them down while I was, like, standing up in front of them. And I was like, I, I think I'm bisexual. Um, so if you, if you have any questions, like. Or like if you if you don't if you don't want to hang out, uh, that's fine. I did that. What a brave little soul. <laughs> I was like, I've discovered making out. Uh, I'm gonna come out to my good friends now. Anyway, and you know, kudos to me for that. Uh, and like, coming out doesn't make sense to me. I I guess this is kind of like a coming out, but 
is casual. Everybody knew. I would hope. Look at me. Look at me, right? Anyway. <laughs> so I like sat them down, had this conversation. I was like, oh, oh my God. And I was so stressed. And I was like, very um stuck in like the bisexuality but also like i hated that i was queer i was like oh my god oh my god everyone's gonna make fun of me like i remember the first time i cut my hair short and everyone was like why are you a fucking lesbian and i was just like Bro, I can't have one fucking thing. I can't have one fucking thing. You're gonna let my hair be the reason? Okay. Okay. And I remember getting so mad about that. And I was just like, why can't people... Like, um, you know those fierce, fierce high school straight allies who just fight about things that don't matter yeah mm, not to make a general assumption but to make a general assumption i was one of them and it's because i was gay and scared (sighs) now look at me hanging out with my cat drinking out of a mug that says bussy (laughs) um in a backwards hat uh, with a Glass Animals concert tee. That's that's living the gay life. But, oh my god, it was such a time. So many things uh, were happening and so many feelings were had. And I remember, like, there was, like, such an internal pressure. This was uh, from no one else. Because, like, being gay wasn't cool back then. (laughs) It wasn't mainstream. I remember we had one, one trans person before, what, 2011 in our school. And everyone acted like, whoa, that's different. And the fact that we all knew uh, that person, like, by name, because we were like, we're queer and we need something to latch on to. You're also, you're also in the, in the community, brother. Oh my God. Um, yeah. Wonder how that person is now. I, I don't know their pronouns or their name because I think they changed their name again. Anyway. Uh... Let go and let God. <laughs> why Why am I using so many, like, religious things now? Um, I don't believe in uh, Catholicism. I believe that uh, it's icky. <sighs> Where was I going? Oh, a high school queer. Um, anyways, so I made friends with a lot of drama kids, uh, cause surprise, surprise, 
<laughs> small town where do all the fucking queers go um i had stage fright and i didn't have confidence and i didn't love myself very much so i was like i'll be friends with the drama kids but i can't do that um and you know a slight regret but uh, i think i saved myself some hassle there too um and then like I remember after me and uh, said friend, <laughs> who was my first kiss, um, after we uh, broke up, I guess, um, traumatic, traumatic, oh my god, I, I was devastated for years. I am also, uh, I did not have healthy communication Oh, uh, whatsoever. I didn't understand it. Because I was like, oh, like, I might be bi. Like, cool. And then, uh, like, once we broke up, I was like, oh, I was like, oh, maybe I'm straight. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sure. Sure. No, turns out I was just, like, focusing that attention um, on men. Because I was like... Uh, that's what people expect so it's easier and like I do naturally lean towards like finding men more attractive or like not more attractive but like sexually attractive I'm like ooh (laughs) (laughs) Um, women though when I say they are emotionally stimulating you're just like, oh my god, I like a real person. <laughs> I don't like just a penis attached to a bad attitude. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, so um, all of the dudes I've ever hooked up with just know I classify myself as a man who sucked your uh, appendage. And you're gay. Uh, for the crowd, I'm joking. <laughs> Am I? But, um, for men who I hook up with 10 years ago who then DM me because I gave them head while we were both drunk 10 plus years ago and have not smoken, spoken we have not spoken since. If you're in my DMs, I will fucking call you out on it. I will. You're gay. Stop it. <laughs> you're gay and leave me alone. I am gay and better than you. <laughs> Go to therapy. Anyway, um, this, this episode is just going to be called You're Gay. Because um, listen, I think... A lot of men gotta look in the mirror. A lot of men gotta look in the mirror and say, oh, I gotta unpack. It's like you got luggage from fucking 12,000 BCE. Like, unpack that luggage, friend. It's problematic. And it's not provocative. It does not get the people going. 
I can tell you because I am one of the people who has just, uh, I've hung men up. I'm, like, they just tire me out. They do. Because it's just like, bro, are you not tired? Are you not tired of being, like, so stupid? (laughs) Yes, all men. Including myself. Um, anyway. (laughs) Um, but yeah, then going into university, I was like, oh, no, just kidding. We definitely, mm-hmm, yep, yep, I am away from my parents, I'm gay, so gay, so gay that I almost hurt the mic stand, I'm so strong, so athletic, uh, usually things that people don't equate to... Anyway, Jesus Christ. Um, but yeah, I like once I got to university, I think like everybody else, I was more focused on like getting experience and like experimenting. Um, and uh, I didn't really date a girl until well would it be like two years a year somewhere around there uh during covid times um i like went out with a girl a few times absolutely broke me because i was like oh i'm gonna ask you to be my uh girlfriend and they said no so, you know, you live, you learn, you make mistakes. But, you know, at least I got to learn where uh, there was good hiking trails around my house. That was fun. Also, made a mean dip. The dip was good. Um, but... Yeah, like I I have like nearly reached my capacity for men. I'm like, oh, um, yeah, from my experience, you're pretty much like sexually attractive, but there's so much missing emotionally, usually. Obviously, this is not a blanket statement. I do have men friends. But it's just like, it's so hard to connect with them because they're not willing to look at their own shit and be like, I'm wrong, actually. Maybe, maybe there's something there. Um, and like, anytime that I would be like, I'm going to call you out on this, this, this thing. Like, it's f- stupid. <laughs> I would then get the, the attack of, oh, like, what the fuck do you know? basically treated like any uh, woman ever because um most of them i will i will go on the record um as a trans non-binary person um hard to find uh well like because i am pre-surgery i was on hormones but like you can't fucking tell my voice is a little deeper got a few chin hairs that's pretty much it 
Um, but like these dudes, they don't see me as, um, a person. They see me as a woman. And we all know men don't think of women as people. (laughs) Unfortunately, uh, they are seen as objects. Uh, and when objects talk back, you gotta, you gotta put them in their place. You know what I'm saying, bro? Um, no, but anytime, even if it was like a queer guy, um, they like just fucking do some fucked up shit. And I'm like, okay, so like, I can definitely see you don't respect me or, um, people who aren't (laughs) cis men, (laughs) just a broad statement. Um, cause it was just like. I I stand by this. Uh, I think, like, white queer men are some of the most fucking problematic people. Like, not to mention, like, cultural appropriation, all that. Um, like, but they're just so... Like, I have a hard time. I have a hard time, like connecting to them if they are not um already spoken for if that makes sense like if they they know their boundaries um and they've uh had practice (laughs) in uh what boundaries are with like women non-binary people uh they they understand what respect is um only then am i like oh this person like sees me beyond (laughs) beyond like mask ish person with tits that's a girl (laughs) like because that is that is legitimately what the treatment's like and they're just like well you have a pussy i'm like okay thank you i didn't know that whoa Uh, these stupid assholes (laughs) and like queer women um while I don't have the most experience with them I identify with them much more obviously because I was raised as a woman and like uh, spent many years being like I have to be a strong woman I have to be an independent woman I have to do all these things because I am woman (laughs) And once I let go of that idea and I was like mm, more okay with identifying the mask elements, I was like, okay, I can be your twink though. Like I can like you in a gay way because you at least understand what identities are you can respect me (laughs) i would hope um and you know the women and non-binary people in my life do happen to be a little bit more understanding so it's um it's not a hard competition with who gets my attention focus but oh my god like getting 
to the point where not only like because when I came out as trans and like came out as non-binary I felt like I owed it to people to be like things are changing and I also don't want to have to like have this conversation a thousand times of like why is my voice changing or like if I did suddenly get facial hair like why because I I am much happier with like a one and done conversation and then like if you're uncomfy then you can just like deal with it or uh you can talk to me about it like a big grown-ass adult I've never felt the same uh when it comes to sexuality a because I don't think it's anybody's fucking business like if you want to talk about it cool um but people feel like it is owed to them way too often and I hate it um like for a recent example I guess is like um people outing or like forcing celebrities to out themselves uh because they're like well it it could be like gay baiting and I'm like shut up literally none of this matters cuz when when listen i understand representation is good i am all for representation like let trans actors play trans roles, you know? Like, God bless. But being like, oh, this actor, um, like the guy from, oh, what is it? I think his name is Kit. Kit Connor. Is that? Am I flubbing something? Um... It was like a gay Netflix show. Whatever. Um, But, like... Because the character was bi. Like, they were like, Oh, he's straight. He's queer beating. That's not a thing. Shut up. Go back under the rock you crawled under. Um, And, like, I don't know if it's just, like, TikTok. But it feels like there's so much more, like weird queer politics and like oh i can't do it i'm tired i'm old (laughs) i lived through the problematic era of the early internet like don't swing the pendulum another like crazy way you know where it's like so exclusionary that you're like forcing people out of the closet that's fucked up and if people don't want to come out then just fucking let them it's their life who cares because like for me like am i going to sit my parents down and be like hey also um i like boys i like girls i like anything in between as long as it like provides me attention and is (laughs) a reasonable person pretty good pretty good 
Um, you're checking boxes. Like, I don't, I don't know about you, but I don't want to have that conversation. I don't think my parents need to be know uh, what I'm doing behind closed doors. Because, listen, I also haven't ever been in, like, a serious relationship. At uh, 27, that's a statement. <laughs> but I'm like, listen... If I, like, met somebody, I really liked them. Yes, I'd introduce my parents to them. I'm not going to make a big deal out of something that I don't think is a big deal. And some people, obviously, you can. It's a very privileged uh, way that I live. I understand that. But, like, also... No one deserves an explanation about your life um, other than yourself. Like, all you need to do is worry about you and, like, check your own shit. Make sure you're not hurting anybody. Um, And I know, once again, that is white people. No culture here. I don't have to worry about anybody. I'm very individualistic. (laughs) Uh, except when it comes to my friends. Mm. Sorry, I have coffee burps. Um, but like, I don't know. The overemphasis on like, to be queer, you need to come out. You need to do all these things. And no, like, no, shut up. It's just, it's creating a barrier for people who don't need more barriers I think you can just like accept that you're not gonna know everything about everyone in your life (laughs) like I don't sit there and like hold a gun to my friend's head and be like what's your fucking sexuality how do you identify oh my god all I can do is be like yo if you want to talk about it you can if you don't want to talk about it, you don't have to. I'm not gonna fucking kill you. And like, it doesn't. It doesn't make sense to me that other people pressure others. Um. And like, coming out doesn't. At least for me, it doesn't like give you anything. Like. I, if I did sit my parents down and say, okay, this is who I'm sexually attracted to, first off, uh, for those listening, I'm wincing. Big wince energy. First off, why do you want to talk to your parents about what you want to (laughs) fuck? Sorry, it's simple. Um... But also, people who have an open dialogue with their parents about sexuality is very good. I'm glad you have a loving, open relationship with them, but it will never be me. And I think it's incredibly unrealistic, especially for people our parents' age. Anyway. Everyone's just like, what the fuck have I been listening to for the last 47 minutes? Well, me. 
Um, <laughs> but I think I do. I I really do be thinking. I've spent a long time doing it. Almost 27 years. It uh, just like emphasizes how much like we have to um, identify anyone uh, different as other. And like if I came out like that is me saying like I feel othered I feel expected to do this and like I don't want to like I don't care and if I'm like comfortable enough with myself to just like talk about it when it comes up when it matters like in this I'm like oh sure I'll talk about it because I want to talk about it Shocking. I know. But I'm like, do I feel it's necessary? No. Because, like, it's not like my life and happiness is resting on, like, me formally coming out. But, like, instead of me uh, feeling othered, like, I have accepted myself so thoroughly that like none of this could bother me i'm like okay you don't like that i'm dating someone who doesn't conform to another gender suck a big fat toe <laughs> like i could not give a shit less and even if it came from like an important person in my life i'd be like Okay, but, like, do you like them as a person? <laughs> like, that is more important to me uh, before anything else. Um, and, like, the people who I've explained that to um, have been receptive of that idea. And the people who uh, wouldn't be, well, they're not around, are they? I don't, I don't fucking talk to them. I don't talk to them because I just like it's draining energy once again like the men who can't uh understand that even though I got titties and a vagina that I identify as more masculine and that I don't want to call myself a woman they're like oh my god and I'm like okay you can just walk the other way, my brother. You um don't have to deal with me, and I don't have to deal with you. The world, luckily, is big enough for both groups to exist uh, completely independently of each other. It's just one group seeks to harass the other. I was watching this really um, good video the other day. And it was like, I think it was like a cut or a 
Jubilee video. I can't really remember. But um, they were like talking about, uh, or no, maybe it was a TikTok that I seen on Instagram because I deleted TikTok because I'm old. Um, but it was like talking about these um, religious people and how like their faith is more based on like creating this victimized and like persecuted um mindset to keep them isolated instead of like being what a church uh religion um group should do which is like build community give people like helpful tools to get them through hard shit and it's like no like your your faith is based off like creating that otherness and instead you feel like you've been othered uh like you have a bone to pick against the world because they've wronged you and like telling people that they'll go to hell for a simple thing like just liking another person it's bonker bananas shit <laughs> like absolute bonker bananas shit and like why are you wanting to both like raise kids or like spread that like more harmful narrative uh where like you're forcing people into isolation you're forcing people into like this hate-based logic of like oh okay so i'm different uh everyone is against me okay uh what do i have to do to get out of this alive safe because that that is their mindset they think they are in danger for what i don't know um uh i've never been <laughs> targeted by like religious philosophy uh eight years in or eight eight or nine years in catholic elementary school will be plenty enough uh of persecution you know but it's just like that that is a bad feeling like that makes you feel bad inside what if we we tried feeling good what if we tried feeling um positive moving through the world with love with respect wacky concepts i know and i love how i'm preaching to the choir right now because uh, <laughs> what um a person who identifies as that group is really going to be watching this you know but nothing i love more than wasting some air talking to myself reaffirming my ideas anyway 
But that was just a long-winded rant uh, about how everyone is gay and everyone needs to do years of therapy because uh, we're all just a little queer. Except for those uh, very straight friends of mine, I pray for you every day. <laughs> pray that you'll see the light. Um, anyway, I'm gonna wrap this up. We're almost at an hour. Uh, it was fun talking to the boys about uh, the queer experience, or at least my queer experience. And, um, yeah, maybe, maybe someday, maybe next time, I'll talk about uh, dating and hookups and uh, how just bad <laughs> my experiences are. Okay, Ugh, wrapping up. Uh, so that was me. That was today. And thank you once again for listening to the rambles, the stories, the uh, interjections of honestly sage advice. And also, uh, I hope you don't have to deal with um, crazy religious people. And if you do, uh, many sympathies. Okay. Well, thank you for listening. Love you. Uh, if you are listening to this, there is a video version up on YouTube. If you are watching this, hello. Spread it to your friends. Feel free. Feel free to spread me across the internet. Um, but yeah. Uh, appreciate all of you. Uh, happy Sunday. I bet this week is gonna suck, but you're gonna do it. You're gonna do it so well. Thank you. Goodbye. Best wishes.